Anne just cut Jessica off right away and said, look, I didn't have children with you, so stay the hell out. I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you. And it's like, holy cow, what do you do? Like, all of a sudden, somebody is in your own home totally disrespecting your wife. And I told her to get the hell out of here. To get the hell out of my house. That's what you do. That is what you do. (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. I got a root canal today. Oh, yeah? Is that why you're talking funny? I don't know. Am I talking funny? No. <laughs> no. no, you seem a little high. <laughs> well, that's not because of the root canal. <laughs> I'm not I'm not high, Matt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, the root canal. Root canal. What about the root canal? An emergency root canal. I just woke up with my I could like feel my heartbeat and my tooth. Oof. It's a very strange feeling. That is a very strange feeling. So I called up our buddy. Our buddy. Yeah. <laughs> our buddy, the dentist. My buddy, my we buddy. We do all go to the same dentist. And he used to, and I had me. forgotten this until today, but it used to be our... Our bishop. bishop. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling him bishop no, stuff. Another bishop. About how we interviewed Jerry. Yep. He said Jerry's one of his favorites. That's awesome. Yeah. Good guy. Anyway, tooth is fixed. It's rootless. I'm Bar. broke. You're broke. Yeah. Because <laughs> it cost you so much money yes. for the root canal. Dentists are expensive. Teeth this year. Gosh. Well, if your teeth would stop falling apart, it'd be helpful. It's true. Or if you stopped waxing your brows. I don't wax them, Matt. <laughs> There's I get no them waxing threaded. involved, Matt. You thread them? Yeah. It's called threading. It's like flossing. It really is. You like tie all these sometime. little strings and then rip your it's hair. It's getting a little bushy. <laughs> And yep, that's also right there. growing out his facial hair for the first time in his life. Like Tim McGraw. Like Tim McGraw. I thought it was like He's Wolverine. Going for Wolverine, but it looks more like Tim McGraw. Well, right now it does. <laughs> I'm okay with that. We'll post pictures later and y'all can vote. Tim McGraw. Tim or Wolverine. <laughs> I was trying to remember who played Wolverine. Super hotness. Is that his name? Yeah. Actually, I thought he was good looking at some point. Speaking now of super, I don't know what I think. Speaking of super hotness. Yeah. I remembered something at yoga tonight. Hot yoga. <laughs> Hot yoga. It's like 10 minutes in. I don't know how it took me 10 minutes, but I realized that the guy next to me is just freaking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, there goes my concentration for the rest of the rest of the practice. <laughs> And I was thinking back to when I started yoga like 10 years ago in Colorado Springs, I used to, instead of wearing my contacts, I would wear my glasses Mm. so that I could take them off if there was a hot guy in the room because... (laughs) Really? Yes. So you weren't distracted? (laughs) Yes. So I couldn't just... Because it would just blow my whole practice. So now you're going to have to start doing that again. No, I don't care. I don't care now. (laughs) I'm I'm out now. I can... (laughs) I can, you were en- trying- I can enjoy a beautiful man and not 
like have it send me to the depths of self-loathing <laughs> and good. despair. That's good. Yes. I'm glad. Yes. I was just imagining myself at hot yoga in my glasses <laughs> and then having to take my glasses off. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> Matt, I wouldn't be able to even know what anybody else is doing. <laughs> oh. you're really, that blind? He can't see. I'm, yeah, I'm blind. What's your prescription? Which one? Like like the number, like negative three, four, ten. Eleven. Oh, shut up. Is that even a thing? Yeah. You can have a negative eleven? Yeah. What? It's real bad. He's really blind. What can you see without your glasses, your contacts? Anything? <laughs> figures. That's like nothing. <laughs> I know. You can see like I an see outline. figures and colors. Wow. It makes me a little nervous because it's been getting worse since we got married. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. You've got four other senses. Oh, fine. Yeah. It's fine. You have four other senses. Right? Aren't there, Aren't there five senses? <laughs> How many senses are there? Taste, touch, smell. <laughs> Sight. Sight. Oh, yeah. Hearing. Hearing. Those five. See, Jessica. <laughs> You're probably Jessica. thinking of the movie The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> being able to see dead people. Yeah. Six. You're I right. have Six. that one. You're so. right. Do you though? Yeah, that's it. Creepy. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are we talking about? Because it ain't this. He's <laughs> done for the day. Well, I, we have a new review I was going to read. Oh, okay. we haven't read reviews in ages. No, we haven't. We've been slacking on that, but we really appreciate them. I read all of them, whether we read them on the podcast or not. So we really appreciate it. I read them. I don't. I only hear what we read on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. So this one says... So if a- you want me to hear it, make sure it's good enough to be read on the podcast. <laughs> That's not the point. I just forget to read them sometimes, <laughs> even though we appreciate them. Yep. Steve. <laughs> Are you ready? Ready. Okay. This is why it takes Matt so long to read the reviews. Because you interrupt him. We both do. <laughs> This says a beacon of light. Your podcast has been a beacon beacon of light to. Oh my gosh! Do you want this me to read? Why it? I don't read them. Your podcast has been a beacon of light to love ourselves, our own journey, and recognize how in many of life's lessons we are here for each other to learn and to grow. Thank you for being a shining example of compassion and strength for families who are all a bit different. All the love. Yeah, I really shouldn't be allowed to read them. Thank you so much. Yep. We yes. appreciate that. It's nice to hear. Please, if you can, leave us a rating and review. Really helps us a lot. And it also helps other people find our podcast. Who may need, need to hear it. Who may need to hear it, yeah. Because every single family is a bit different. That is very true. I thought you were going to say every single person needs to hear it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's what you would say, Steve. It's true. And if you're enjoying this episode or the podcast in general, take a screenshot, share it on social media, and give us a tag. We'd love to see it. There you go. Now now we can officially start, Steve. Okay. Officially start. Do you know what we're talking about? Nope. Does Matt know what we're talking about? I was going to talk to you guys about this, and then I got rushed into starting. (laughs) Sorry. So we are at the point where we are going to get into things that are going on with Hank. Okay. 
Do you remember where that is at, Matt? Yes. Okay. So, Steve, you ready to ask questions for a topic you don't know what we're talking about? I'm ready. (laughs) You look ready. Mm -hmm. Prepared. Don't eat your mic. It looks like you're going to eat it like a lollipop or something. All right, let's go. Okay, let's go. This is your story. This is my story. Yeah. Well, this is our story. It is our story. Of So here's the thing. There were a couple of times where I don't like to call them issues, but there were, there were things that came up. Situations with, yeah, that situations came up. Situations that came up with Hank and Anne. Mm-hmm. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> so Which I'm one do you want us to talk about? The ones that you have down are when things started getting brought up about going to church and getting baptized, as well as Hank at this point didn't know you were his biological father. Right. And so that is something that this all kind of came together. So there were issues. Of- so remind me, if you can. Which conversation with Anne came first? Was it the conversation that Hank was not my biological son, or was it the baptism conversation? So it wasn't necessarily the baptism conversation. It was more church in general, where she was trying to instill this in Hank's mind that, that he didn't have a connection with you and that he didn't want to be at your house. So there were things that were happening that kept getting brought up to him as a negative thing that was happening in our home to try to like pull. So there were like, okay, so there were three conversations, main topics that were discussed with Anne at this point. So the first one, we were still living in the Hayes house Mm -hmm. where Anne basically told Hank that if you don't want to go to church, you don't have to. And that if you don't want to go to your dad's house. And if you don't, yeah, well. And that was all kind of basically what she was doing was she was giving this five or six year old. Well, he was six at this point. The opportunity to choose wherever he wanted to be or what he wanted to do. And that just isn't okay. It's a lot of pressure for a little kid. It's a lot of pressure for even a grown, even a grown up kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was the first conversation. And I remember there was. Can we talk about the first one first? Yeah. Yeah. I I remember there was a big blow up. Not with me. Not with you. (laughs) I mean, I was involved, but it wasn't you and I related. Was it with me? No. (laughs) It was Steve. (sighs) No. (laughs) No, it was with Anne and myself. Okay. In the entryway of our home. Yeah. And. And we alluded to it a little bit, I think, about, anyways, the blow up was this. Penny was going to be singing. So at this point, you had given him permission to not go to church. And so he, it was like, whatever he decided to do was what you agreed to. Because you told him, I want you in my home more than I want this confrontation. And... At that point, he had never decided not to go. Right. He had always decided to show up. and To church. To church. Okay. He had decided to come to church. And Penny was singing in church that Sunday, and she was speaking in primary. And she had asked Hank 
if he would be there because she it was important to her. Come listen to me sing. Come yeah. listen to my talk that I'm going to give in primary. And so Hank had decided to go. He said, and yeah, this must I'll have be been, there. If he's six, this is what, four-year-old Penny? Yeah. Yep. And actually, I think they were seven and five. Okay. At this point. Yeah. So she's little. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal to her to have this still pretty new older brother there. So that was what led up to this whole conversation that went down. And there's something to note there that Penny freaking loved having a brother and sister. Oh, yeah. All she ever talked about all the time was my brother and my sister. My brother and sister. <laughs> because she just loved saying brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. That she had a, a she big brother proud, and a yes. big sister. She was very proud. And she loved... And she definitely wanted, as any little sibling would, wanted their approval and... Yeah. Yeah. So I could totally see her being... She was so excited yeah. that he was going to be there. Right. So yeah. then what? Anne came to our house. So she came to... I don't even remember if... I think it was the Saturday before. I believe so. And I think she was coming to pick up the kids. And basically... I told her, like, look, Hank has decided that he wants to come to church tomorrow and listen to his stepsister sing in in church and also give a talk in primary. And had he established that? Had he already told you guys that? Yes. Yes. Okay. It had been we like he and Penny had talked, and then he and Matt had talked, and I guess it must have because if you're now telling Anne. Yeah. Hey, right. we know it's your day, but Hank wants it to come. It wasn't his day. Oh, it, it wasn't, wasn't oh, her never day. Mind then. Never mind that. She okay. was going to keep him extra time. Right. So that he didn't have to come to church. Oh, it was okay. our okay. time okay. and our day, but we had agreed that if he decided he didn't want to go, he could go stay with her. Okay. Right. Because he's not, he wasn't old enough to stay home by himself. And yeah. Yeah. And so she, she shows up. I mean, I had already let her know, like, hey, this is the decision beforehand over the phone. And she shows up anyway. And in the entryway of her home, uh, I'm trying to have a... Okay, wait, just to clarify, you had already told her over the phone, hey, you don't need to come get him because he has decided to go to church. She was picking up Sarah for something else. So Sarah was leaving to go to a party or something. I think it was her stepsisters or somebody's party. So she and Matt had told her that she didn't need to pick up Hank as well. Okay. That he was just staying as usual. She would just be taking Sarah to this party. Okay. Yeah. So in the entryway, she's basically saying, this is bullcrap. Like. You guys are forcing him. You guys are forcing him to go to church. You guys are forcing him to do all of this. And he's already decided that he doesn't want to. I'm like, he just decided that he wanted to. He just told Penny that he would be there. He just told me that he would be there. Like what? What do you want me to say to him? And in this conversation, I I thought he had said, told her. That he wanted to go. While she was there at our house. Yeah. That he had agreed and that he was planning to go. Anyways, Jessica, I remember, stepped out of our room. I was sick. I'd been in bed sick. And yeah. our bedroom was right off of the entry. And Jessica walks out of our bedroom and says, look, Anne, like Hank already said that he wants to go like let's not put him in the middle anymore like let's and then Anne just cut jessica off right away and said look i didn't have children with you so stay the hell out i don't have to talk to you i don't have to talk to you and 
it's like, holy cow, here, what what do you do? Like, all of a sudden, somebody is in your own home, totally disrespecting your wife, and I told her to get the hell out of here. To get the hell out of my house. That's what you do. That is what you do. (laughs) And so You say, yes, you do. You didn't have kids with her. But now I'm married to her. So, yes, you do. And the only reason (laughs) I I stepped in at all was because it involved my daughter. Like, I felt like it was directly involved with my daughter and her feelings. And and I didn't say anything else. I I quite honestly just started shaking and went back to bed because I was already so sick. And I remember just sitting in bed, just like shaking. Oh, it was a horrible feeling. Yeah. So she goes out. This is probably so hard because it's like there's so much emotion right here. And it's like yeah. there was but, real people and like real like. Let's. I, I actually want to leave this part in. We have had to. We do this thing, people, when we use the wrong names. Like if we use someone's real name, <laughs> we have to correct it. And eight times tonight. And we do it with a clap. That way our producers know if we clap, they know to that's a point that out. they have to go back and edit because they see it visually on the. What's the thing called? The audio. The audio. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sound matches my match my hands motions. <laughs> anyway, we have had to clap eight times. We're ten minutes into this episode and we've already had to clap eight times because we've yeah. said their real names eight different times. Why is that? We've never had a I, I problem. I truly think that is because there's so much emotion that is involved with this particular like event. This right, was a right, big right. turning was, point. It, it was a big turning point. It, it's a big it, turning it point. showed everybody's true colors. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was like, that's why it's so emotional. Like wow. it's so I'm, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Going so back. So she, and takes Sarah and takes Sarah, puts her in the car. And I just, I'm making sure that she's leaving my house and she's still yapping at me. And basically, yeah. And at this time, I like, I, I was about to lose my cool. Like, This is the only time that I really felt there's one other time that I felt like you were about to lose it. I mean, you were angry. Yeah. And you yelled at her. Oh, yeah. In this time. But it, yeah. And you, I mean, she walked out to the car and you were close behind. And I, at that point, came back out of the bedroom, was watching out the window to make sure she left and right. everything was fine. But it was intense. And it was heated. <laughs> yeah. So I have a couple questions. Okay. Any regrets, either of you, on how you handled that scenario? Oh, absolutely. At no point, when children are present, at no point should you get to the point where you are, are fuming so much that the kids can feel the tension in the air. Mm-hmm. And, but again, like, I didn't. What would you have said or done? I would have just stayed put. In my house, I wouldn't have walked out. The yeah, door. I, didn't, I didn't need to go outside. Mm. What's what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Jessica, I don't regret what I did. I felt like I stay out of this relationship quite a bit, and this was one time I was speaking up for my daughter, and I didn't say it rude. I wasn't yelling. I wasn't. I literally came out of the room and I was like, hey, Ann, Hank told Penny he would go to church. And it was in that instant that I just got ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, all right. And I feel like, honestly, for me, it was a very good learning moment of what I was really dealing with, of how this person really felt about me mm-hmm. and what was being said and portrayed about me to these kids. Because mm-hmm. obviously there was no hesitation to disrespect, to disrespect me. And I already knew it in was there. Home. Yeah, in our own home. I already knew it was happening, but this was like, oh, it really is happening. Because here it is. So immediately so, the thoughts going through our heads like is, okay, if she is that swift to disrespect us in our own home in front of our own children, what kind of words or disrespect is happening behind closed when doors? When you're not around. When we're yeah. not around. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was, yeah. Like even as soon as Sarah got in that car. Right. Like right. what's being said, what's going down. And you have no control over that. None. None. So that's when things, I mean, I guess at the, after that, we still had pickups and drop-offs at homes, but it didn't last much longer. So I want to go back to... And making the decision that Hank could choose for himself which house he goes to. And it was more just about not going to church. Okay, then that decision then. Mm-hmm. Of which that was decision on our of time. Hank being able to decide for himself whether or not he goes to church. Yeah. Were you involved in that decision, Matt? Was there discussion? There's no discussion. So this was just between Anne and Hank? <laughs> yes. So this is the way communication happens with Anne. She'll call me up. She'll say, Hey, I had a conversation with Hank. Here's how it went. And this is what's been decided. Mm. What? Like, you're not going to let me have any say in what is decided? And usually it's a decision that should have been made between parents instead of put on the kids. Because let's just establish that as a decision that should involve both parents. Yeah. And not a child. Yeah. It should be a discussion between parents. So that's. And then a discussion probably with both parents and child. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Yeah, it's just... If if it was Penny, that's how I would want it to go. And that's in the opinion of the state in the court of law as well. Yeah. Like... Well, heck, it has been Penny and that's how it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've had that conversation several times. (laughs) Now now that I think about it, (laughs) if it had been... If it was Penny and I'm thinking, oh, we had that same scenario (laughs) where we had different feelings about whether or not our child should go to church. Yeah. Anyway, right. So that was that was kind of the beginning of this headbutting in a pretty intense manner with Anne. And and if we want to get into it, the second conversation was about baptism okay. with with Hank. And and so this conversation happened at a park with it was Hank, myself, and Anne. And basically, we sat down at the park and we talked it out. Was this planned like you made a meeting? Yeah. You set a date and a place to sit and talk about this. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. That's that's yeah. a, that's an improvement over the prior conversation. Yes. What led to that improvement, I wonder? Why was this conversation suddenly one that involved all three of you together? I think that, I don't know. It just depends on the mood. <laughs> it was more of a conversation of, I'm supportive of of Hank getting baptized. Now, this is Anne talking. She was supportive of of him getting baptized, but she felt that he was still too young to make that decision. And I said, hey, look, like this is his decision. I don't 
I'm going to Staying encourage out of it. I'm going to encourage it and do that as much as I can. And and baptism, I feel like we've established this at some point, but baptism happens at age 8 in the Mormon church. Right. And it, it was interesting because Anne would have meetings and and meet with Bishop Sturgill about this very topic in regards to baptism and and Hank. Way before we even brought up the topic of baptism to Hank. Like, we weren't even discussing it with him. Anne was meeting? She was scheduling meetings with the bishop. How did we not bring this up in the last episode, you guys? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot (laughs) about that. I didn't realize Jerry knew Anne. Yeah. yeah. Most of our bishops have known Anne. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) She makes herself known. So she scheduled appointments with the bishop to go in and talk to him. Wow. And said what? I was between her and the bishop. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. I mean, it was... It was I don't you know. know if, at this point, it's conversations with, about baptism. and So here's the thing. With Anne and Jack, they were both members of the church and now have gone out of the church. Jack, he knew and he knows... And if you forgot, Jack's her husband. Jack is her husband. At the time. He knew the ins and outs of the church, and they both knew that if both parents don't consent to a child being baptized, that child can't be baptized. So is that what she was telling Bishop Sturgeon? Most most likely. I I don't really know. Okay. A hundred percent, but I'm assuming that that was most likely the conversation. Okay. Because to to this day, Hank and Sarah both haven't been baptized, and, and that's I'm totally fine by that. Yeah. Although. They have tried to throw those words against me because, you know, in there is a scripture in the, some of the scriptures in Doctrine and Covenants that say the sins will be upon the parents. How did I know children. that's what you were going to say? As soon as you said that, I yeah. thought that's the scripture. They have said that? Oh, yeah. Hank and Sarah have quoted that to you? No. Yeah. <laughs> the sins of the children shall be upon the heads of the parents. Yes. Yeah, so Anne didn't specifically say it to me, but. Why would Anne say that to you? I don't is, understand. She didn't say that to me. She okay. said that to either Bishop or also an attorney of, of saying, hey, this is why Matt is so angry about the children not being baptized is because he feels that their sins are, it's now his <laughs> sin. Oh. I've never actually heard this. You I was just wondering no. what the logic was there, but. That's her logic of why Matt is ticked that his kids aren't getting baptized. Uh, and I, I want you to don't say want... that literally we have never pushed this on the kids. We have no, never, we don't even bring it up because of the tension that was so like initiated when all of this went down. We didn't want them to have that tension. And we knew that if they made the decision to get baptized right now, it would probably be because they felt some pressure from us. Yeah. Mm. That so you, should not be you, the reason they get baptized. You guys had to uh, like almost totally err on the side of staying totally, completely out of it because if they did choose to be baptized, it would be thrown. In fact, okay. I know for a fact that Anne has talked more about baptism than I have. Mm. <laughs> We've been told by, yeah. Okay. There are some episodes when I so wish we could have Anne here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to get what version? Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> it's like you asked, like, what was the difference between the first conversation and this one at the park, the mm-hmm, one that happened mm-hmm. in our doorway and the one mm-hmm. at the park? You don't know. You never know what you're going to get. What you're going to get or what the intention is behind it. 
And that's what's hard. To try and decipher and, yeah. Put up those boundaries and figure out. And I just it just doesn't work for us. Yeah. There's something against us that does not allow that relationship to work in a positive manner, except what we have now, where there are lots of boundaries, a lot of boundaries. Yeah. And that's also why we say, like, our relationship with Steve is not for everybody. And we understand that. Like, this doesn't work on all levels. And that's okay. You just have to figure out what works for you to keep the most peace for the kids. It is interesting what two extremes you guys have. We have very different extremes. Totally polar opposites. (laughs) Yeah. So that was was the conversation with baptism. Now, so moving forward, like, Hank, after he was eight years old, one of his cousins got baptized. And he was like, you know what? I really think I want to get baptized. And we're like, all right, great. You're going to have to talk to your mom about it and make sure that everything's good there. And it was quickly shut down. It was portrayed. So Anne had always portrayed that, hey, if you choose to do this, like I will be in the front row at your baptism and I will fully support this. But the second he made the decision of, hey, this is real to her, like it was immediately shut down as, oh, you just want to be baptized because of par- you want to have a party. And like, when you say that to a child who's made a decision, now it's just like totally undercutting what you just said that you would support them in any decision. And that was really hard to watch. That was really hard to watch Hank swallow that pill of, well, I just made a decision and now I guess it, I can't make that decision. Anyway. Yeah. And we've always told him like, listen, this isn't a big deal. That you're right. not getting baptized. Like it, it it doesn't matter one way or the other. You know, if you want to do it when you're older, you can. That's great. Whatever. It's up to you. It's not that big of a deal. Have we talked about Penny's baptism on our podcast. I know we've talked she, about it. We haven't on gotten other podcasts, to when she's but, eight yet. Okay. She's still like five at this point. Yeah. So that was the baptism conversation. And like I said, to this day, Hank and Sarah still aren't baptized. And frankly, that's their decision. And I'm not going to, I will still continue to live the life that I want to live and try in my mind, be an example to them and whatever they choose to do, that's their choice. Yeah. And, but I won't insert myself. Right. The only time that a baptism conversation comes up is between them and the bishop or them and the missionaries. That's it. On our end. On our end of things. Which. Yeah, yeah go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, then that third conversation, and this was the intense conversation about... Wait, these first two weren't intense? <laughs> uh, they were intense. And this it's about is to get more intense. The third conversation of the call I got the day before, and was it the day? It was, it was the day before. I don't think it was the day before. I think she said... Hey, I'm going to have this conversation with Hank. On this date. Are you wanting to be time. there? If so. And the conversation that she said. I guess I'm going to. I guess you can come. Well, how she put it was this. Um, mm. Here's the day and here's the time I'm going to have this conversation. The conversation that she was going to have with Hank was the fact that I wasn't Hank's biological father. And so basically, I'm going to tell Hank you're not his dad. You can be there if you want. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the words that she said were, I'm going to have this conversation whether you're there or not. So <laughs> how much notice were you given? I think it was it like was, two days. I think it was two days. Oh, my. Yeah. And so here I am like, what the? Okay. And he's how old at this point? He's seven. Can I ask what was the conversation about that topic for these seven years? When and where was the decision to not tell him? Was there ever, was that like an, something agreed upon by the two of you to not was, tell Hank? There was never no. Or I, was it just we're going to wait till the time is right, or we're, we're going to wait till, till he's older, right. or we're going to wait till the the conversation between her and I before was hey we're going to wait till the time is right, and that should be a conversation between you and I, between you and of, Anne of deciding when the time is right, of figuring out what time that really. Did you set is? any expectation either of you on when you thought the time would be right? Roughly no, what age? I, I thought roughly around nine or so. Age nine, nine okay. or ten, I think would be an appropriate time to discuss it with you know with the child. Okay. So, what was your response when she says, "My response was conversations well, coming in two days." Well, why right now? Like why, why in two days? And there wasn't really an answer. And so I said, "Well, I'm kind of painted into a corner now." Like, you're going to have this conversation whether I'm there or not, so I guess I'll be there. Like, I will be there. And you need to be there for that. Oh, that, absolutely. That would be a huge blow to you both. Yeah. If that conversation was had without you there. Right. And so I was racking my brain. Okay, how do I handle this? What should I do? How can I make this into the most pleasant conversation that I possibly can? Right. Because here is what's going through my head right now is my child, who is truly my child, <laughs> like I don't look at him any other way, is going to be told that I'm not his dad. And I just want to make sure that this is portrayed in a way that I, I still am his dad. Yeah. It doesn't matter that the biological side of it isn't there or not. And th- I feel like there's a conversation, not that I have any experience here, so maybe I shouldn't be speaking this but i i just i feel like it could go one of two ways either cause disconnect between father and son or be a true genuine bonding experience of yeah. showing the fact that you are not my biological child but in every other way you are and i have chosen to, to make it that way and you and i have the bond I, I don't i don't i feel like there's an opportunity to really have it be a positive thing in showing that we don't have I don't have biological obligations to you. Yeah. It's all by choice. It is all, yeah. I choose you and I. I don't and that's know, I'm, what I'm Matt just... really wanted to make right. clear is right. that I've been here since day one. So what did you right. do, Matt? Did you worry about which way that was going to go? Oh, absolutely. Like I was, I was in this frenzy of, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to set this up? I mean, that's a potentially relationship altering conversation. Conversation. <laughs> Especially in a scenario like this. And not to be... You are divorced from his mom. It, well, here's the thing. That's that's a life-altering, relationship-altering oh, conversation. Yes. No matter which way it goes, it is life-altering for that child. And I, I'm still like, how could she do this to me right now? Like, pay me in this corner of, hey, I'm doing this whether you're there or not. Like, what And the? whether you're ready for it or not. And okay. whether... Here I go. I guess I'm, I'll do it. Okay, fine. If I have no other choice, here we go. And so, did you feel like it was the right time or the wrong time? Time out. 
do we want to go into this for our next episode? Leave kind of a cliffhanger. Right there where Steve said, do you feel like this is the right time? (laughs) How long have we been recording? 40 minutes. Okay. Although there were like 10 minutes of, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Of 10 minutes of clapping. (laughs) Should we say? Okay, make it a cliffhanger. And we're going to come back to this next week. Let's do it with this. Okay. Start recording on time. Do we have time to answer that still? Uh, We should probably wait until next week to get into that story. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. Come back prepared. Because here's how I did it. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 